Hey, welcome back to Haunted Haze. I'm Josh. I'm Kristen. And today we have our special guest, returning... Maddie! Maddie! Yeah, you're like a regular now. I think it's like your third episode. I know. I feel like I'm the OG. <laughs> you yeah. are the OG. That's awesome. So actually you have an update about uh, your Nana's house. The house yes, that uh, so, we had so many stories about being uh, haunted. So she moved out and um, the woman who bought the house from them settled down in it and my the neighbors that who have been there like since we moved in there they got a package delivered at that house or picking up a package whatever right they met outside the the new neighbors and the old ones and she was just talking to them because you know just yeah just being introducing yeah, themselves really. or whatever and she was like yeah, they were just talking, and she was like, I don't know what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to get somebody out here. <laughs> because I refuse to go upstairs. I hear people up there. That's awful. Or hear someone walking, and I'm oh, like, oh, my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. That is so freaking. Oh, that's crazy. That just, like, really validates anybody else's experience that has right? happened in that right. house. That's just another story, like, to yeah. add on top of all And she had ones. no idea that anybody else had ever experienced anything in that house. I know. It makes me want to, like, ghost hunt in that house. Right? <laughs> For real. It is creepy. So, well, that's interesting. You were afraid at one point that it would follow you uh, home, right? right? Yeah, I know. So, thankfully... It seems like it's the there. The ghost, she stayed there. Right. That's interesting because today's topic, we're actually going to talk about terrifying cursed objects that actually exist. And these objects, uh, these objects have things that follow them. Yeah. Right? So, like, no it's like the spirits you, attached to that object. Yeah. So, if you have this object, no matter where you take it or move to, you're bringing it with you. Yeah. So, um, Hopefully, we don't own any cursed objects. Yeah. Let's hope not. <laughs> Alright, so let's, uh, I'm gonna go over a few of them. You guys tell me what you think. You, you know, are you gonna believe any of this or not, right? Yeah. So, this one's pretty popular. Robert the Doll. So, Robert the Doll is not messing around. In 1906, a mistreated servant of the Otto family imbued a doll with dark spirits, gave it as a gift to the youngest son of the Otto family, Robert, who named the doll after himself. His parents said that they could hear the son speaking to the doll all evening, and they could even hear the doll responding in a guttural voice. After Robert, the man, passed away, the doll moved on to a new home where it allegedly attacked a young girl and was seen roaming the hallways. The doll is now kept in the East Martello Museum, where you have to ask permission to take his picture. If, if he doesn't say it's cool, you get cursed. And the East Martello, this is located in Key West, actually. Yeah, I would definitely want to go see Robert's at all if we were in Key West. It also reminds me of Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, yeah, because they went there. They went there, and he got that on their Jack world Mas- detour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so funny. It, yeah. Didn't he, uh, Ozzy's not playing around with that doll. No, and I just wouldn't take a picture of it at all. Well, yeah, I feel you. It's like, why do I need to take a picture of it? I can just Google it. <laughs> Someone else saw it for you. You want to see it in person? No, like, I don't mind going to see it. Let's not go to Bora Bora. I can <laughs> no, I want to. It's different. Like, I'm still down to see it, but I don't have to take a picture of it. I think you're just down to go to Key West. 
That, yeah, maybe that. All right, look. If you dial this phone number, 359-888-888-888. The three people who had this phone number all died a terrible death. One died of an alleged radioactive poisoning, while the other two holders of the number were gunned down. One while on the date, the other while having lunch. It kind of sounds like all three of the guys were targets of the mafia or a government death program. Or maybe that's just what the curse wants you to think. What is it? 359 area code? Yeah, 359-888-888-888. It says here that that's like a Bulgarian area code. Oh, well, that's wild. (laughs) I'm creeped out. Thomas Busby's chair. This chair is so cursed that if you sit on it, you're going to die. Obviously, everyone's going to die. But this chair just speeds up the process. Thomas Busby was a nasty guy who murdered his father in 1702, and a chair that he liked to sit in was thought to be unlucky after multiple people died after sitting in it. Now the chair is suspended in the Thirsk Museum, where no butts can come in contact with it. They have it nailed, like, off the ground in the corner of the museum. That's wild. So here's another famous one, Annabelle the Doll. Oh, yeah. A lot of people know Annabelle from The Conjuring, or maybe the Annabelle movie. But this creepy doll is no piece of fiction. It actually belonged to a nursing student named Donna, who had to have her home exercised by a priest after the doll attacked one of her friends. That's creepy. How is it how is it possible that a doll could attack one of your friends? Right. The Delhi Purple Sapphire. After stealing this gem from the temple of Indra in 1857, Colonel W.F. Ferris almost immediately fell into economic despair. Then a friend of his committed suicide while wearing the gem. Sometime later, a friend of Oscar Wilde's had the gem and fell into a series of misfortunes that led him to throw away the sapphire three times. After each attempt to rid himself of the gem, it would appear at his home. That's spooky. That's like uh, what I, the prank I've always been wanting to play with my mom, my mom, where like <laughs> she's so scared of that movie, The Exorcism of Emily, Emily Rose, Rose, that she burned that DVD. She burned it. So like I've always wanted to go get another copy of it and just like sneak it into her collection. Yeah, so like we used to go to those DVD stores, you would see like copy after copy of it, and we were just like, man, we could just buy this so many times. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> there's so many of them. So the crying boy, this is this is a famous painting. One of the more interesting haunting items, the crying boy was a mass-produced painting by Bruno Amadio. This was distributed in post-war England. All of a sudden, the houses in which the paintings were hung caught on fire. Not all at the same time, but you get it. The only thing to survive the flames, the crying boy. Firefighters began to believe the paintings were cursed. After some research in 2010, it was discovered that the paintings were coated in a fire repellent, which usually saved them and was the reason so many survived the fires. That's interesting. We've seen one of those. Yeah, one of the crying boy paintings. Do you remember that? Yes. They had like the flame, the fire looking light on it oh, yeah, to like try to tra- trick it into thinking like was... the building was already on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is Anna Baker's wedding dress. It's just kind of a old, conservative-looking wedding dress, right? Yeah. An old, white-looking wedding dress. 
Anna Baker's cursed wedding dress is just one of the many haunted items in the Baker Mansion, which boasts at least two ghosts and disembodied screams coming from the ice room. But the most haunted room is supposedly the room where Anna's wedding dress is kept encased in glass. You see, her dad, Elias, didn't care much for her beau, so he kicked the young man to the curb and gave the dress to the young lady in town. Big mistake. Anna never remarried, and now the dress supposedly moves of its own volition while inside the glass case. That's no, no. creepy. What if you saw that? The Bassano vase. This vase is thought to be one of the most haunted objects in the world. Good thing it's allegedly locked in a coffin that's been buried in a mystery spot. The vase was given to a woman in northern Napoli as a wedding gift, and then she was murdered. And the vase moved through her family, bringing deaths with it. In 1988, the vase was found with a note that said, Beware, this vase prays death. Oh, so the little bastard... You probably definitely uh, heard of the little bastard. It's uh, James Dean's famous Porsche 550 Spider, which he bought while filming Rebel Without a Cause. One week after purchasing the car, he died in a car crash, but little bastard didn't stop there. The guy who sold Dean the car bought the body, and it fell off a trailer, maiming a mechanic. Then when someone tried to steal the car, the thief ripped his arm open on the steering wheel. The car disappeared during the transportation and hasn't been seen since. That's wild. So my soul is. So how's that make you feel, Maddie? This one. Oh God. Oh man, you recognize that? <laughs> yes, I like it. Liking it. So the Dybbuk box. The Dybbuk box is actually a wine cabinet from the 1920s that made its way through multiple eBay buyers beginning in 2001. Each bar reported being visited by similar nightmares of an old hag and various elements. The box was finally purchased by a museum director and sealed it away in a secret location. Not we've been to that location. It and, ain't secret anymore. Yeah. So at Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum yeah. in Las Vegas, Maddie had that crazy experience with the Divic yeah. box. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty intense. I mean, I definitely want to go back there, but I'm not particularly excited to go to that part again. Right. If you went back there, do you think that you would probably just skip that room? I feel you. Wow. It's just like because it's like now you're just sensitive to it and why like even open yourself up like that that me too because like you just got to protect yourself absolutely so the woman from limb statue Mm, that's not cute yeah it looks it looks uh uh yeah the woman from limb might look like something from the tim burton sex dream yeah but it's actually super cursed it's so cursed that most people refer to it as the goddess of death Beginning with Lord Elfont and his family, every duke, sir, and lord who's owned this statue has died a horrible death. After hundreds of years of wiping out entire families, the statue was donated to the Royal Scottish Museum. That's wild. That is wild. It's like what makes it stop killing people at that point? The Hope Diamond. Mm. You ever heard of the Hope Diamond? I think I maybe I have. It's like really blue, isn't it? The curse of the Hope Diamond is highly disputed, 
But you can't argue with the long list of people who've met a sad end after coming in contact with the diamond. People who've guarded, owned, and worn the diamond have been hung by a mob, committed suicide, torn to pieces by wild dogs, and torn to pieces by a French mob. It looks like the necklace that Rose throws off the Titanic. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's a good description of it. Here's another painting. The hands resist him painting. Uh, it looks a little odd. It kind of looks like dolls. Yeah, can you see the hands in the window? Oh, gosh. Behind them in the window? I didn't even notice it at first. Yeah, that creep. Why would you even paint that? That's horrifying. (laughs) What began as a photo of a young man ended up as a painting that freaked out everyone who saw it. (laughs) Multiple people who've owned the painting have died, and it makes everyone who looks at it uncomfortable. It probably has something to do with all of the disembodied hands. Somehow the painting ended up on eBay, where it was sold as a haunted painting. It's creepy looking. Yeah, The Terracotta Army. In 1974, the Terracotta Army was discovered during a dig in, in a communal farm village in China. And while the discovery has become a massive tourist attraction, it also brought down a curse around the place where it was found. The 2,200-year-old village has been destroyed to make way for tourist attractions, and half of the archaeology team that that excavated the army all died relatively young. The Otzi Iceman. God. Ew. It's, uh, It's a mummified body. Since the discovery of this perfectly preserved Ice Age warrior in 1989, Multiple people involved in the discovery have met strange ends. Members of his excavation team have died from car accidents, brain tumors, and avalanches. Aussie's last victim died in 2011, but when will the Iceman strike next? Well, I mean, like, nobody wants to be disturbed from their resting place. For sure. I mean, that gives me, like, because I kind of feel like I want to be cremated because I don't want to go through the whole burial and, like, rotting in the ground. Yeah. But it also seems like there is some kind of connection to, like, your final resting place. Yeah. And part of me would like to have, like, a big, like, uh, tombstone, maybe. Just be like, hey... But then, like, I don't know. Part of me is like, I'd rather be cremated and maybe, like, set free. All right, so here's another creepy one. The Myrtle's Plantation Mirror. If you didn't know, the Myrtle's Plantation is supposedly one of the most haunted houses in the world. Which makes sense, because nothing good could have happened at a plantation during the 18th and 19th centuries. Let alone on a plantation that was built on an ancient Indian burial ground. Man, it's always that. There was at least one murder on the premises, but being a plantation house, way worse stuff than death of an old white guy happened here. On the mirror, when Sarah Woodruff and her children succumbed to yellow fever, whomever took care of the wake forgot to cover one of the mirrors with a cloth, and boom, it trapped the souls of the three women who can sometimes be seen in the mirror if you spend too long staring into it. The Maori Warrior Mass. Hate it. So, it reminds so, me of uh, Green Inferno. Oh. <laughs> so, 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 dear all, pla- dear all pregnant ladies, whatever you do, don't go to New Zealand and visit the Te Papa Museum. 
Maori tradition dictates that a pregnant or menstruating woman is tapu or taboo. And so are the artifacts, meaning that if the two come in contact, a curse could be invoked. Man, that's horrifying. <laughs> Where is that shit? The Koi Inor diamond. It looks like it's just on top of a crown. Yeah. And we'll definitely, like, try to... We're definitely going to, uh, like, post pictures, pictures of yeah, all of yeah. these on our social medias. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but the Koi Inor diamond. What happens when you steal a prize jewel from a group of people you're colonizing? Duh, super curse. That's right, the British Empire is in the middle of a real-life curse. All thanks to the stealing of the Koyanur diamond from India in 1849. Since then, most of the male owners have died a violent death. I mean, like, as a Chicago Cubs fan, I just do believe in curses. <laughs> yeah? The goat? Yeah. Alright, so. So what do you think? Do you, do you think a lot of those are real? you think... Things like oh yeah, they could be cursed. I mean, I think objects? that firsthand we've seen that objects can be cursed. I think there's definitely some type something about energy. Yeah, like you know, someone's soul or their energy can be attached to an object. Like you know, that wine cabinet from the Divic box could have been some old bitch's favorite fucking thing. Right. And when she died, she just attached herself to it. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, full of negative and negativity or something. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, just think about, like, uh, all the hauntings they say when they have the Titanic exhibits. Oh, yeah. And all the Titanic things because of the tragedy with that. How somehow people are attached to those things. Yeah. You know, as random as, like, dishes. Yeah, for sure. You know? So, I definitely believe that, uh, you know, there's some curses on some objects. Absolutely. All right, well, let's lighten it up. Uh, let's play trivia again, yeah. right? I'm up one on this one. Chris is up one. This time we're going to do a little different. We're going to have Maddie each read us a question. Yeah. All right, so we're going to, what, first to seven mm-hmm. wins? Yes. And we're playing total best out of seven. Best out of seven. All right. And Chris is up one game to nothing, so yeah. i got to definitely lock down on this one. All right. All right, so Maddie, Maddie's going to read for us. Chris, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right. All right. I'm going to read. What are the names of the demon hunting brothers in the television series Supernatural? I know their first names are Dean and Sam. I don't know their last name, but I don't think it matters. That's, if it's Dean and Sam, yes. Dean and Sam. Mean. Sam and Dean Winchester. Winchester. I did, I, that's now that you say it, I feel like I knew that, but I would have never guessed. I've never watched You know what? Since you got to go first, and that was the first question, you got most of it right, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, I think that I deserve it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right, so one to nothing. Who was the actual father in the movie oh, Rosemary's God. Baby? Oh, God. The devil? The demon, yes. <laughs> Y'all are good at this. Satan. <laughs> All right, so All right, one, one to one. one. All right. Tony Todd is known for playing what character in this horror trilogy? I have to say the character and the trilogy? Yes. God dang it. I don't know. What is it? Candyman. Oh, I would have never guessed oh, that. All right, you ready? Okay. What 2008 movie star Bradley Cooper featured a killer clown known as Mahogany who mutilated victims in a subway car? Midnight Meat Train. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> you're good at this. Okay. Two to one. Two to one. Okay. All right. Kristen, 
What 1989 movie is about a group of physics that are stalked by puppets who have come to life? I don't know. Puppet Master. I've never Dang heard it. Me neither. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Oh. I've seen multiple. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's several. Yeah. This is a quote, and you have to figure out what the quote is. Uh, okay. What maybe the quote is from, okay? All right. It says, we all go a little mad sometimes. What's that movie from? The Shining. No, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're right. Damn. Uh, I was so sure. Like, oh, The Shining. Oh, uh, we all go mad a little sometimes. What is that? Um... You're going to be so upset when you don't figure I'm it out. I'm going to go a little mad sometimes. What is that from? Oh, Let me my. tell you. It's Do you on... want me to give you a hint? No. I, I always my... get this movie confused with The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe that would help you some. Oh, damn it. I can't. It's on the tip of my tongue. What is it? Psycho. Psycho. We all go a little mad sometimes. I I swear I always get Psycho and The Shining confused. Well, and that's weird. I know it's because I've well now I've never seen Psycho. All right, so two to one. All right, y'all are doing good so far. Thank you. All right, Kristen, what horror film was Eli Roth's directorial debut about? Eli Roth's first movie, basically that he directed. Uh huh. I'm just gonna guess Hostel. No. Dang, what is it? Cabin Fever. Oh, I love that movie. No, wait. No, I don't. No. I didn't care for that movie, yeah, actually. She Why? Didn't, I don't know. I don't know. She just doesn't like gross yeah. blood and gut stuff. Fair. Exactly. Okay. I love Cabin in the Woods. That's what I was... Yeah, that's, that's why I was quick one. to say that. All right. Dad, what was the name of the half-fly, half-human monstrosity in the remake of The Fly? What was the name of it? Yes. I don't know. I did Harold. <laughs> Brundlefly. Brundlefly? Yes, I've That's never heard that in my life. I've actually never seen the fly. So is I've it two seen, to one still? About, but we're I've sucking really on this one. Yeah, we're, I'm getting my ass kicked. Not really, but just I suck at the car. These are hard questions. Kristen, the late Alea started in which 2002 movie based on the Annie Rice book series, The Vampire Chronicles? It was a movie series. Yes, The Vampire Chronicles. Uh, gosh dang it, why is none of this, like, I don't know, I don't Uh know. Queen of the Damned. I would have never guessed that. Oh, come on. (laughs) All right. All right, Dad, you have another quote. You gotta guess what that means. All right, another quote. I know this one, so it's pretty easy. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Chuck, you wanna play? (laughs) Child's play. Yep, that was easy, I knew that one. That's the first one That was stupid. Three to one. Why was that even in there? (laughs) Kristen, what creature is the focus of the 2008 movie Meg? A megalodon shark. Yes. All right, so three to two? Yeah. Kristen, that was good. Okay. Dad, a horror novelist returns to his boyhood home and finds that it has been invaded by ghosts and ghouls in the 1985 movie. What movie is that, Dad? A 1985 movie, a boy returns home to find that his house has been invaded by... Ghosts and ghouls. 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 Ghosts and ghouls. Uh, Ghoulies. House. 
House. I've never seen that old movie. I've heard of the TV show House where he's a doctor. Completely different things. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of episodes of that. All right, three to two. Here we go. I'm All glad right. you got it wrong. Kristen, set in the year 2455, where does film Jason X take place? Mars. That's kind of close. I can give you a half point. Half a point? No. Yeah, it's a spaceship slash outer space. Oh, no. I, it's okay. That's not Are right. Are you sure? It was yeah, no, we, don't, we can't okay. do half points. Okay, sorry. I'll uh, appreciate it. Okay. Dad? What director of The Omen went on to direct the 1978 film Superman? I have no idea. Richard Donner. Oh, man. I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be rude when I corrected you. Okay. In what movie do the supervisors use petri dishes and blood samples and a heated wire to determine which of them is the host of an extraterrestrial creature? That's a big word. Man, Sorry. I wish I had this question. What year? Did it say what year? It came out like 1980 something. Yeah. Mm. Is it Alien? Mm, it, no. I don't know then. The Thing. The Thing. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> This 1990 movie about an infestation of murderous spiders features John Goodman and Jeff Daniels. Arachnophobia. God, I would hate that. Yes. I would hate that movie. What is that, four to two? Four to two. All right. right. Let's see here. What 2014 movie involves a story of two siblings battling a supernatural mirror? Oh my gosh, I've seen this. And I cannot think of what is it. It's not called Mirror, is no. it? That's a movie. Can yeah. I give you a hint? Yeah. Oh. The Offering. Oculus. Oculus. Dang. <laughs> I've seen that. I think yeah, I went Oculus. in theaters to see it. Yeah, maybe. Dad, what is the name of the character boat used to chase down Jaws? Oh, shit. Damn, I'm getting all these I have to remember questions. <laughs> uh... The St. Mary. The Orca. The Orca. Oh. We're getting some hard questions today. <laughs> or we just don't know them. Yeah. All right, Kristen. All right, four or two. I'm going to give you a quote now, okay? Okay, geez. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, you did it. Good go. job. Three four to four. Th- yeah. All right. Don't call it a comeback. Dad, in the Eli Roth movie, The Great... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. In the Eli Roth movie, The Green Inferno, who abducts a group of student activists after their plane crashes in the jungle? The native Indians. No. I oh. think that you can be more broad, probably. Try The tribe people? Yes, the tribe of the cannibals. Trouble with cannibals. I was gonna say just you could probably just say cannibals, but I have severe PTSD from that movie. <laughs> yeah, Chris is terrible. I it, I don't know why, but that movie just really struck a chord with me and scared the shit out of me, yeah, and I just, like had nightmares because of it. Oh my yeah, gosh! Because so I it's just the cannibal like they literally just kidnapped those people and fucking ate them and it was <laughs> brutal and it was so like the movie like you said I don't like blood and gut movies but. Yeah. It was literally just seemed real to me. <laughs> well, actually, it's kind of an homage to a 1970s movie 
called Cannibal Holocaust, which is really great. I've heard I've heard that that one was like even more realistic. Yeah, that one's crazy, especially for actually. like the day and age that they did it in. Yeah, the guy, the director who made that actually uh, was arrested and put in jail and was held in jail until they could actually find all the actors involved in the film and prove, prove that, that they, they were still dead. alive. Yeah, how crazy is that? That's horrifying. All right, so back to trivia. Four to three. All right. What was a George A. Romero's first installment of his classic zombie movie franchise? Night of the Living Dead. Yes. What is the name of the family pet in the movie The Lost Boys? Zero. No. <laughs> Good guess, maybe. <laughs> you no, got no. my question, and I knew the answer to it. Oh, shit. Okay. I'll never that. <laughs> <laughs> we can tie it up. All right. <laughs> Did you know the answer to that? What the dog's name was? Uh, no, I'm not sure. Well, then, see, yeah, we would have had it. All right, Kristen. This 1985 horror comedy about vampires was Jim Carrey's first starring role. I know it, I know it. 1985? Yeah. Movie about vampires, Jim Carrey. Golly. I don't know. Once bitten. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. I, know. I never knew that. I know. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Alright, what state does trauma entertainment film The Toxic Avenger take place? New Jersey. You're right. What actor stars in the horror comedy Shaun of the Dead directed by Edgar Wright? What actor stars in the horror comedy? Ricky Gervais. Simon Pig. Chris will at least throw an answer out there. See what sticks. <laughs> okay. This is taking way longer than I expected. What 2002 movie sequel directed by Guillermo del Toro featured Wesley Snipes as a half-man, half-vampire daywalker? Blade. Blade, yeah, that's right. Six to three. Blade two. All right. Bob Clark directed both A Christmas Story and this 1974 Christmas slasher movie. Black Christmas. Yes, good yeah, job. Six to four. She's always right there behind me. Oh, gosh. All right. I'm going to try to win here. It's going to be the winner, I guess, guys. Yeah. All right, Christian goes first, though, right? No, well, yeah, we got off somewhere. It's your question, though. Okay. What 1981 film is about a group of teenage friends trapped in a carnival funhouse with freakish manic? Oh, man. Funhouse. Yes, the funhouse. The funhouse. You would. Yes. I tied up the series one-to-one. Yeah. Christian? What's this one, okay? I'm a sore This loser. is a bonus one, okay? All right. I'll give you a bonus one. All right. What franchise has the most sequels, Hellraiser or Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th. Yep. Damn. She got it. All right. It was a bonus. Well, series tied up one on one. I, you know, we're going to go back and listen to that and see how many questions you answered and how many <laughs> questions I answered. I but know. I'm sorry. We did get off. It's okay, though. But. You look. know what? That's a. That, that was harder than I expected. That was the hardest round of trivia we've had. Absolutely. Actually. That was probably definitely the most questions we've had to go through. Yeah. We <laughs> wow. didn't but I don't know if on. we're just stupid today or if those were hard questions. We might be dumb. <laughs> yeah. All right. But Let's do verses. Yeah. We can't get that wrong, right? Absolutely. Right. That's, that's my thing. That's yeah. what I love if we say verses for last because sometimes after trivia, I need just something that I know I can't get wrong. All right. <laughs> All right. So like always, we take one scary thing. And we pit it against another scary thing, and we determine which one we think is the scariest thing. Yeah, so we'll let our guests pick out of the super-duper secret box. Yeah, Maddie. 
What's scarier? Okay. This one says, an asteroid versus a volcano. Oh, mm. wow. So, complete destruction of the Earth from an asteroid or a volcano, which one's scarier? Yes. Asteroid. But is it really going to destroy the Earth if the asteroid... I mean, we're not saying it's the asteroid the size of a football field. No, yeah, we're saying... It could be an asteroid the size of a... No, we're saying complete, a, like, death. Like, like just how, like, the dinosaurs went out. Oh, so... Or so a volcano it, that causes complete death? Yeah. Oh, okay, one of the... Okay. So, the, you remember kind of like Asteroid the is... Oh, no, volcano's scarier because you burn with the lava. Well, you remember, like, yeah, right? It's like a little bit more slower death. Or is it like, you know, whenever you see those pictures of like when Mount St. Helen or Pompeii or whatever exploded and those yeah. people just, Vesuvius. it was so hot that they just immediately died and burned. Yeah, like a oh nuclear gosh. explosion. But that also maybe could happen, I guess, with a asteroid, asteroid if you're close enough to the impact. Yeah, an asteroid seems like, to me though, like maybe you would have like, you would know ahead of time. That it, oh, well, yeah, like that you're it's right. Coming. When a volcano when just a volcano erupts suddenly. Could, yeah, it's more like an earthquake. It could just immediately happen. What do you think, Scarier? I think. There's something pretty. Too. An asteroid? asteroid? No, volcano. No, I really think volcano. You think volcano? To me, it's the burning. I want to burn. I don't want to do a slow death note. Please. No. No, no. I want to get it over with. Same. Just sudden impact? Yes. But see, that's, then it's the anticipation of the asteroid. You're like waiting on it to come. Right. right. And the chaos that would ensue, oh my god. Right. Especially where we live. It might be better just to have the immediate explosion of the volcano. Yeah. Right. I don't know. That's a tough one for me. What are you going to go with? I think I'm going to go with volcano, honestly. Volcano? Kristen? I think I'm going to go with volcano, but asteroid is a very strong contender. I guess I'm going to go with asteroid just to give it a little, just you know. Just change it up. Just because it's that close. Yeah. I'm have to... Balance the scales a little bit, so I'm going to say asteroid. I mean, you definitely have a good thing about you know the asteroid's coming, so you just have that that Anxiety. existential dread. And then the how society is acting around you while it's crumbling. Yeah. Yeah, that's People terrifying. would be at their absolute worst. Well, you tell us, listeners, uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah. Send us your answer to hauntedhazepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Haunted Haze Podcast. Yeah, you can always hit us up there. Message us there. Uh, yeah. We'll answer you back. And you can check out our Etsy shop, Hippie Haze Studios. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hippie Haze Studio. Uh, we have all of our one-of-a-kind, unique arts and gifts. We got our stash boxes, tie-dye, paintings, all yeah, kinds of stuff. A lot of cool paintings that I've made with UFOs. It's a lot of just kind of trippy ideas that we've created. So if you're looking for a gift or you want something cool. Or you can also, and you can also find our coffee, our collaboration with Griffith Roasting Company, our Devil's Divine yeah. Coffee. They uh, roast it. It's out it. now. Get it. It's yeah, delicious. it's on our Etsy. And you can also find it at griffith-roasting-company.square.site. Uh, that's their e-retail store. You can also use code Haunted Haze for 10% off. That works on our Etsy and on the Griffith Roasting Company website. Uh, and then also you can check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Griffith Roasting Company. Yeah, use uh, code word Haunted Haze to get 10% off. Uh, this is delicious coffee. It's like a dark roast, but it's a nice caramel kind of uh, chocolatey after 
smooth taste. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's delicious, though. Yeah. The Haunted Haze Roast, Devil's Divine. It's dark and delicious. Yeah, we're definitely going to have some going in the morning. <laughs> For sure. I'm excited. If you would like to support this podcast... Those are the two best ways that you can do it right now. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. So hit us up on, on our Hippie Haze or visit Griffith Roasting Company and try out a lot of their selections of coffees. Yeah, they have a huge selection. I mean, it's not just, I mean, obviously we're a little biased to our Devil's Divine because, you know, it was fun to work on with them, but they have all kinds of good flavors over there. Yeah, make sure to check it out. This was a fun episode, Maddie. I'm glad you got to be a part of it again. I'm just so glad to be back. Yeah. Thanks for helping us out with trivia. For sure. And verses. And right. uh, I love hearing the update about, you know, your Nana's house. Yeah, that's oh, so yeah. creepy. It is. It's really creepy. Well, that's awesome. Well, I had fun. I uh, hope, hope everyone enjoyed this episode. We'll be back again for episode 27. Yeah. Until then, peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Stay haunted.